JB and Jules for breakfast, only on Triple M. Hit subscribe now. Relaxing was the theme of my weekend as I spent um, a bit of time doing a wellness retreat with my friend Jade. Mm. Mm. Was it? See, I've, yes, I've, I've, it I've was. heard of these things. <laughs> I've heard of these things. You did a half day wellness retreat. Organic you go, vegan you, foods. You talk about things and you. I just think there would be some. It's good, mate. There would be some idiots there. And were there idiots at it? Like, yeah, I there were some questionable characters. I it, just have a feeling there'd be a person that thinks it's all about them and they'd mm. ask all these questions. I'd just be sitting in the corner, just pissed off with my green juice. <laughs> yeah, there wanting, was green juice, actually. I yeah. just want a beer because I'm just annoyed. <laughs> no alcohol, no chocolate, no fun things, no smoking. Uh, but no, you go into it with an open mind. And we mm. just did the half day. So we dipped our toe, Jade and I. And we did the plunge pool in the sauna. Um, we did some light movement classes. We did a massage. Oh, that was amazing. And we did meditation. And I was it's so excited for the meditation. Sounds horrible. Yeah. We knew the worst thing to do, though, was to fall asleep during the meditation, even though we'd done a lot of driving. Um, Jade had travelled from Melbourne. I had travelled from Bundy. Uh, isn't it all about your wellness? If you need yeah. a sleep, just it's good. Yes. Have a sleep. Yeah, but you don't want someone to be going through an absolute breakthrough during meditation, all of a sudden a snore breaks through that. Yeah, maybe. So we walk into this meditation room. It's beautiful. It's overlooking paddocks. The cows are grazing. They've got some little massa, uh, little uh, mattresses that set up for you made, to lie down. They just made me miss meat. They give you eye pillows. It's beautiful. And we sit down and a soft, gentle voice tells us to get comfortable, close our eyes, tap into your breath, set an intention for the oh session. And as I, my breath is starting to slow down, I'm thinking, all right, what intention do I want to do? twitches sort of stop and I'm feeling good and a couple of minutes in as I'm trying to remember what my intention is my breath is getting slower and I hear a sound it definitely sounds like someone's heavily breathing and I think god that's rude and then it gets more intense and I definitely hear snoring and I think what rude person is making this as an opportunity to have some decent shut eye and snoring through the meditation and then someone comes up to me, taps me on the shoulder, and I realise I am the one snoring. Oh, I am in my unconsciousness, snoring through it, and I roll over to face Jade and say, I'm really sorry if I also woke you up. She is dead to sleep too. It's the most expensive <laughs> nap we've ever had. What else has been happening this week with JB and Jules on Bundy's Triple M? Jules just had a bit of a whinge. The dog's carried on like lunatics on the weekend. Yeah, third so, dad's not very happy about this. Ah, you know, it is what it is. There's, there'd be parents listening right now going, oh, get over it. Wait till you have kids. You are going to be cracky. And, and I agree with you. I'd say I will. But Your blue cattle dog essentially helped himself to a loaf of bread on yeah, a shop counter. Yeah, so at the Journey Cafe there, good morning to the guys. They do wonderful coffee out there at Bagara, and they're in town now as well. But... um. Yeah, I went to the one down at Bagara, and they had loaves of beautiful pocket storehouse oh, bread. Sourdough. Proper sourdough <laughs> bread and pocket storehouse. They're red hot. They do great stuff. And so I'm there at the counter ordering my coffee. Dogs are allowed in there. He gets a bit excited. Anyway, ends up with a full loaf of this bread. I think it's like eight bucks. It's high quality, yep. good bread, and he's just taking it in his mouth. I, it was in the plastic wrapping, so thankfully... I've been able to get it and I'll be able to eat it, not him. So we're asking you calls about have you ever had a forced purchase? I obviously had to buy this because mm-hmm. my dogs help themselves to it. So we're asking your stories. Has it happened to you on 13353? Who have we got there? Hi, got Julie. Hey, Julie. Do you have a story where you've been forced to buy something because of a, a child or a dog <laughs> or something? I, with four bloody kids, I got hundreds. Oh, no. What happened most recently? 
Oh, most recently, my um, six-year-old decided to go live to the W and she wanted a care bear. Yeah. And I was not going to get it for her because she was being a brat. <laughs> yeah. And then, well, we were having quite some issues with teenage sisters. She thinks she's a teenager. So she puts it in a trolley and puts a jumper over the top that I was buying her. <laughs> and we walk out of Big W and the buzzers go off. And I'm like, what the hell? Little brat got the bloody thing because I'm not. Yeah, they were acting like I was stealing it. The smile on her face. <laughs> got her. Fooled you. Got her. Oh, how good is that? Plenty of stories. Good on you. Thanks for the call. We'll take another on one triple three five three. Hello. Who have we got there? I've got Robin. Hey, Robin. Do you have a story of a forced purchase? Um, it's sort of like a forced purchase. Um, I had a, I've got a little blue staffy girl, and um, when she was about two, I've gone into the shops. I've ordered KFC. Come back into the shop. Come back out of the shops, and KFC all gone. <laughs> Crumbs all over the back seat. <laughs> had, had herself helped herself. Cracking feet. Just helped herself. Oh. It was hot and spicy original, and she just helped herself. Oh. So I had to go back to KFC and buy some no. more food. Mate, that's an expensive <laughs> meal for a dog. I've also had a message uh, from uh, Bossman's wife. I have to take a bit of time to wish Mrs. Bossman a happy birthday. Yes, happy birthday, happy Tara. 30th birthday, Tara. And uh, she sent a story about their young fella saying, and this is a good good lesson that you can teach your kids. She right. said, he once wanted a red skin. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mum said no. Yep. So he picked it up and bit into it. <laughs> so <laughs> because, it now, he, because he'd bit into it, he's like, oh, I win because now you have to buy it, Mum. What Mum did was yeah. made him open it and then throw the whole thing in the bin, leading Good. him to tears, and he never did it again. Life lessons there. Well done. That was wild. Let's find out what else JB and Jules have been up to. JB, the ultimate support of Triple M is to get a tattoo of the logo on your body. It's huge. It's a huge commitment to the cause. and Some would say permanent. Some extremely permanent. There are removal options. Not recommended. Uh, uh, but Colleen actually gave us a call on the show last week and it really piqued our interest. Mossy, me mate, just opened a new tattoo shop over the north side. It's called... And if he, if I, if he hears me say it on there, I'll get a free tattoo. Oh, that's pretty. So we bleeped out the name of the business and said, "Well, Colleen, since you want a free tattoo, mm-hmm. if you have Triple M in it somewhere, then." we will shout out the business. And that that was the deal made last week. She has to get Triple M tattooed on her body. If she does not, we will not reveal the name of the business. Mm -hmm. As simple as that. Simple as cutthroat. Last week she said, oh, I haven't got it done yet. We need to do some more paperwork. So we said we'll check in Monday. Mm -hmm. We checked in yesterday. She said, still not done, still waiting on the paperwork, but I've got an appointment. So now... yes. The phone is ringing on one triple three. She knows the number. She knows the number. Look, there is a there is a call coming through right now. Hello, have we got there? Good morning, it's Cole. Colleen, Good Colleen, morning. the tattooed lady. Have a look at your at your little page, Jules. Have a look. You've at sent our... us a Facebook message. A picture, yes. Okay. Please hold. Please hold stand by. <laughs> All right, let's check our messages on our Facebook page, Bundy's 93.1. Oh, the one I talked to Jules on, you know. Yeah, okay. yeah, that, yeah. The Facebook, yep. That's the Facebook. Bundy's right. 93.1 Triple M. Jules is Loading. having a look to confirm. Oh, my God. She's got <laughs> Triple M on her own. She's got tattoos. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's not a, it's not a dream tattoo, JB. No, it is not. 
I don't it know. is a star with flowers yep. coming out of it and like an arrow. And, arrow. Yep, and that's it. on the end of the arrow, we have a Triple M logo with the red, the orange, the yeah, yellow it's gradient. Coloured. It's even yep. coloured. Yeah, did it for you. It's the same. Oh, my word. But it changed it like when, uh, yesterday morning when we said it, it looked like a dream tactic. He just changed it. Totally. Yeah, well, I didn't mean to cause any offense. That's just what we thought. No, I like think that. this is much better. I, th- I like the look of it, Colleen, and now we have to pay the piper. What is the name of this business? <laughs> it's Northside. Tattoo. Northside Tattoo. We love you, Some Northside say Tattoo. The greatest tattoo artist that ever existed. Northside sure. Tattoo. Do you have their phone number, Colleen? Or, or... Yeah, I do. All right, what's their number? I'll just get the card. All right. Please and hold. And it is 04-553-022-13. Yep. Okay. And who's and, the uh, name of the tattooist? Mossy. Mossy. Mossy, my man, yeah. at Northside Tattoo, yeah, doing us proud. Yeah, drop in JB, he'll do one for you. He's going to do a tattoo for me. Yeah, go oh. in. Okay. You think of a design and you'll, whatever you want. He's, that's his specialty. You tell him what, he, what you want or if you got an idea or well, it's anything, the best. he'll do it. Oh. <laughs> the t- you walk into the tattoo parlor and say, nah, don't like yeah. that. <laughs> Maybe, <laughs> just wing it, mate. Just wing it. Let's see how we go. Well, good on you, Cole. You put your money where oh. your mouth is. Northside Tattoo. We put our money where, where our mouth is. Tighten that up. Beautiful, neat bow. Congratulations, everyone involved. Good on you. Thanks, guys. All right. Book him. <laughs> see Mossy. Wow. Northside Tattoo. He'll do whatever you need. They're different, but they're ours. JB and Jules on Triple M Bundy. JB, we are in the midst of a very special week, Donate Life Week. Now, this is all about donating organs um, to give them a second life, and it's a really important uh, initiative. Here locally in Bundaberg, it's being pushed by the Bundaberg-based hospital. So with us, we have organ donation specialist nurse Karen Jenner. Good morning. Good morning. Also with us, we have a recipient of an organ, Rihanna. How are you doing, Rihanna? Good, thanks, Jules. How are you? Yeah, good. Rihanna, a.k.a. my neighbour as well. So <laughs> yeah. I can actually talk slightly firsthand of this because I suppose I've seen you throughout this journey in a way and I remember um, seeing you go through times of such such illness where you weren't feeling your best and seeing how far you've come since getting a lung transplant. What's the last 18 months been like? Um, well, as you know, I don't cough uh, all night anymore, so you probably get a little bit of peace and quiet now. I sleep through thunderstorms. <laughs> don't worry about me, mate. <laughs> no, it's been amazing. Um, I, yeah, like I said, just not having to cough 24-7, um, having the energy and just not being sick, being an ordinary person is pretty awesome. Can you talk about um, what organ you received and what that experience was like yep. for you? Uh, so I received a double lung transplant. I have cystic fibrosis, which is a genetic progressive disease that primarily affects your lungs and digestive system. Just to name two, it affects everything, but that's another story. Um, so, you know, eventually through constant infections and the things that you go through um, with CF, that, yeah, inevitably... A lung transplant is what, you, what you're going to end up needing. So my time came about a year and a half ago, and here I am. What oh, wow. an amazing moment. If you could uh, talk to the person who donated their organs to make this change in your life, what would you say? 
Um, well, that's funny that you asked that because two weeks ago I actually got a letter from her family. Yeah. Um, so leading up to, to that letter, I didn't know whether it was a woman or a man or anything about them. Um, it's still very anonymous, so I don't know much other than that it was a woman. Um, she was a mother, um, a grandmother and a wife. Um, she was the life of the party apparently, and she was just a beautiful person. So it's bittersweet, um, in a way that they were so selfless and, you know, her and her family to choose to help, you know, other families at their time of great sadness and loss. Um, but I'm here today because of them. Yeah, wow. It's yeah. Uh, incredible. And I think that, you know, you can live through that spirit too with being able to have that special gift in yeah. in your body. Yeah. Karen, mm. can you talk to the experience that you have being a special organ specialist nurse? What is it like uh, when you hear these stories of, of people who are going through such tough times, but they get the call to say, you've got this organ? Well, you can see that Rhiannon is living proof of just what that call means, not only to her, but to her family and even to our Bundaberg community. Like Rihanna now has gone on, she's bought her own business and like she's a well-functioning member of um, society. Most recipients will tell you that it is a hard road. Uh, it's, it, it, it's a hard road and there's lots of testing that has to be done um, to go on the waiting list and then you're just waiting for that call. But when that call comes must be the most amazing feeling. Mm. And it's so rare for people. I don't think a lot of people realise there's a lot of boxes that need to be ticked for someone's organs to be able to be successfully transplanted. So is it true they need to have passed away in the hospital and there's a few rules like that? Is that true? Yeah, it's absolutely true. And when I do my community events, most people are astounded. There's only actually 2% of people that pass away in a way where they can be an organ donor. And that is either in an emergency department or an intensive care unit where you're actually attached to a ventilator. So the opportunity to be an organ donor is extremely rare. So yeah. the message, we need as many people as possible on that registry. So if everything aligns and, and that's how it works out, then they can actually put those organs to use. So what do we do now? How do we, where do we register? Where do we make sure we are registered if we're not sure? How do we go about it, Rihanna? Um, you head to donatelife.gov.au, um, get your Medicare card out, um, fill in a few boxes and click register. Literally takes a minute. That's a bit of the campaign at the moment. Um, just pull your phone out, jump on the computer. You can also do it in the Medicare Express app. Um, it's really simple. If you mm. don't know how to do it, someone next to you should be able to help you out. Yeah, we did it last year after yeah. after this Donating week. Blood. After yeah. Donate Life Week. It's, it's dead set. Two seconds will yep. take you quicker than most things. So uh, definitely worth doing it. Yeah, thanks for coming in, sharing your story, Rihanna. Always no a, a pleasure. And thanks so much, Karen, for talking about what you get up to in the hospital and, and clearing up those, I guess, some, some people don't realise the facts, do they? No, absolutely. At the moment, there's 1,850 people that are waiting for life-saving transplants in Australia. Wow. Plus, we've got 13,000 people currently on kidney dialysis that could benefit from a kidney transplant. Yet we've got 13 million Aussies out there that are 16 years or older who are eligible to hop on that register. So over Donate Life Week, we've got the great registration race. So for July and August, we're trying to get an extra 100,000 people on the register. Mm. We did it last year and I'm sure we can do it again this year. Well, yeah. with one organ donor that can save seven lives, 
That's pretty powerful. Yeah, it's absolutely powerful. And you can't take them with you, so why not help with someone else? Agreed. Donatelife.gov.au. Make sure you're registered today. What else has been happening this week with JB and Jules on Bundy's Triple M? Speaking of fantastic local events, one is actually under threat a little bit due to no fault of their own, no fault of anyone's really, but just a really tricky circumstance. And if you're a business owner or uh, or someone who can help, um, you could actually do something really, really cool here. So uh, the Bundaberg Rowing Club, they're... um, they're actually holding the Queensland School State Championships in September. They've locked in Whoa. this year and next year to host that, which it'll see 800-plus participants uh, okay. plus all their families. I can attest to this. So my sister-in-law, yep. she's in high school, and she's actually one of the participants. So wow. She's coming here. Yep. So on top of that, so are both of her parents. Bring your family. So yep. is her auntie coming to visit, and mm-hmm. so is her grandma. So there's five people here. For the for about four or five days, eating here, drinking yeah, here, sleeping shopping here. at our local stores. <laughs> exactly right, and you times that by by eight hundred, you can see the economic benefit Indeed. of having an event like this here in Bundaberg. But unfortunately, the major sponsor has had to withdraw from this. So, oh dear. Yeah, the circumstances surrounding that, not too sure. It's not really important, yep. but they've had to withdraw from it, which has left the major event unsponsored. Okay, so what do they need to uh, contribute if well, they're looking for somebody to replace this sponsor? Don't have the exact dollar figure, but basically Tom Smith, our local member, good morning Tom, has come out and said he wants to do a call to arms to his joined forces with the Bundaberg Rowing Club to call on the whole business community to help rescue the club's major sporting events for the year. So uh, any business owners, anyone out there, to put it in perspective how, how good it is, they actually have a live stream that they put on, and over the three days of competition will generate more than 15,000 views. So, wow. That's so a lot of people watching on. Yeah. So it's a really good, and it, the average viewing time is about an hour. So they're really watching this thing. They're so, dedicated viewers. So, so imagine that. You've got Bundaberg on show for an hour. What the things you can see there. It's essentially a giant billboard. Yeah. So to have your business name there, it's a great opportunity. And not only that, it'll really help out the Bundaberg Rowing Club. So if you are interested, if you can help out, you can contact the uh, the rowing club, uh, Treasurer at BundabergRowing.com.au. That's treasurer at BundabergRowing.com.au. If you forget or anything, you're a business owner, you're busy right now, just reach out to us via Facebook and we'll uh, put you in contact with the right person. That was wild. Let's find out what else JB and Jules have been up to. Finally, JB, as the sun came out over the weekend, what a beautiful day to be out and about in our beautiful Bundy Coast. Yep, lovely spot, lovely time. You said you're up going for a stroll down by the beach. Lovely time. I was attempting to go for a stroll with a girlfriend. Um, We were in my car, driving around. We wanted to go to the Esplanade, do a bit of a nature walk, and then walk along the beach. Beautiful day. Okay, yeah, lovely. The thing is, um, there weren't a lot of car parks available, and as I'm driving around, I see this one guy. He approaches his ute, and I'm like, beautiful. He's in his wetsuit. It's go time. He's had his swim. He's ready to move his car, and it's time for me to go in. The only thing is that the car um, that I wanted the park, he was taking his sweet time. He decided that he was going to have a strip show. Oh, okay. So so you're waiting to get into this car park. Mm-hmm. This bloke's there. He's coming out of the water. He's dripping wet. Is he 
He's he a young get, man. He, he looks like a bit of a surfer dude. Is he a bit of a fit-looking fit one? Yeah, oh, he's got Jules. a bit of blonde hair. Oh, yeah. And he's probably thinking, these two young girls here in the car, they're checking me out. Why I'm going to take my sweet time. Why else would they pull up? Look at their flash and That's their indicator right. to let me know I'm looking good. Flashing lights, green lights. Yeah. And annoyingly, there's all these cars that are behind me. I'm the inconvenience. They have to go around me. But mm. this man, is he is taking his herself. sweet time. Oh, no, he wants to get changed. He then picks out a T-shirt that he's found on his Ooh. driver's seat. He looks at it. He puts it back into the driver's oh, seat. He turns around. He goes to the passenger side. He picks up a singlet. Oh. He doesn't know what he wants to wear. Oh. I'm going, hurry up, mate. We don't have all day. Yeah. Then he decides he'll he'll tie up his little... His paddleboard, his boogie wall, whatever he's got there, he puts it in the tray of his ute. All right, mate, hurry up. Then he's taking slowly one leg out of the wetsuit. Ow. Then the other leg out of the wetsuit. Then he's thinking, hmm, maybe I should put on some shorts. All right. So then he disappears in front of his ute so he can take them all off and put his shorts on. Then he reappears again. I thought, okay, great. This is taking... I would say between five and ten minutes. About as long as this story. (laughs) Unbelievably so. To the point where my friend Jade, she has changed her shorts. She's put on sunscreen. She's she's changed changed her hairstyle in the exact same time that it's taken this guy. This guy's thinking, these girls are enjoying this so much. Absolutely not, mate. Do you know how long it's taken for all this petrol to be used? Well, I'm just trying to get a car park. We don't want a strip show. They're different, but they're ours. JB and Jules on Triple M Bundy. But Jules, something to be aware of, scam calls are impersonating our own Bundaberg Regional Council. Are you kidding me? No. So A caller is pretending to be Bundaberg Regional Council to try and get our money. Yeah, well, who the culprit is, I'm not sure whether it's a group or what, but these scam calls, they're out of control at the moment. They're worse than ever, I'd say, pretty boldly. Like, I know a lot of people that have been getting text messages, but the phone calls are also really creepy. Well, I'm at the point where I don't answer a landline. Yep. I don't answer a private number. If I don't know the person calling, <coughs> I'm waiting until they send me a message or they leave me a voicemail, then I'll call them back. And it's because how much time have we wasted on yep. the phone to these absolute jerks that Agreed. are just pretending and trying to get money out of people. And they successfully do it. So get this. Scamwatch has reported in the last um, year, oh, well, lodged in June from this year alone, 16,602 scam reports and are reported 38 million, <gasps> over 38 million lost. Exactly wow. $38,174,695 lost. Oh, that makes this me feel sick. This year alone. And oh. you think about the poor victims and some people, you, you know, the elderly are targeted yep. and it's just horrible. So. If you're a scammer, up yours. But there is one that, uh, as I said, is pretending to be our Bundaberg Regional Council. So now, they're pretending to, like, impersonate <coughs> the mayor? Like, is that is that no. the deal? Hey, it's Jack. No, they're not doing exactly that. But there's been several residents that have reported this to council. So be aware if you do get this call. But they said they heard a lot of background noises if it was from a call centre. But mm-hmm. they basically asked about the number of people in the household, yep. the ages of them, and then they try and get more and more details. Which seems like kind of questions you'd be asked, they're right? They're pretending to be the council running a survey, mm. and they just use that to get more and more information out of you. So yeah, okay. uh, basically the council's come out and said that uh, residents can contact council on 1300 883 699. Uh, any of their service centre, they can, they can 
ask them, confirm, make sure it's all good and make sure what's being asked is true and correct. So if in doubt, just hang up on them, call one three hundred double eight three six double nine, and uh, don't fall victim to these scams. What else has been happening this week with JB and Jules on Bundy's Triple M? You got some tissues over there, mate? Oh, yep. I'll get some. Yep. Get some tissues because this story absolutely melted me. So it starts off in the face of absolute devastation. So this story from up in Mackay mm-hmm. and a bloke by the name of Luke Buckton, he almost lost his life a couple of years ago in a horrific motorbike accident. So oh, what happened, he was in the suburb of Paget. It's one of the big suburbs, like I think it's sort of an industrially sort of thing, mm-hmm. but he was traveling at 60 kilometers an hour and he crashed into a parked four-wheel drive. Oh, God. That's obviously, when you're on a motorbike, obviously mm. devastating. So he wasn't actually breathing when paramedics <gasps> went to the scene. Oh, scary. Yep. Um, and later on, they found severe damage to critical parts of the brain, brain bleeds, brain swelling, a lot of damage to the head, mm. devastating circumstances. Now, he was um, obviously taken to the hospital where yep. he was put into ICU where he remained for the next three weeks. Yikes. His wife, Melissa, she got the call and oh. obviously rushed to hospital. She knew something bad was going on. She was terrified. That just Everything is just absolutely horrible. Now, when he woke up, uh, it turned out that Luke did have brain damage. So oh, he no. um, lost his memory. Now so, that's oh, that's the worst thing to happen. Yeah, it is the worst thing to happen. But it's been a couple of years since the accident and so Luke's woken up from from this coma and obviously had no idea what's really going on, lost his memory. It's mm. all a bit confusing. But he's recently been interviewed talking about that moment, so talking back to when he woke up in hospital. Now, Could he remember much from that time at all? Has anything improved in the time since? Yeah, well, he said it was a bit hazy, but he, he can develop new memories now and that's all yeah, good. He right. just lost a big chunk of his memory from prior so I didn't know who his wife was and oh, no. oh, oh that, imagine that that would be bloody tough so get this Luke's um Luke's recounted it and, and said this he woke up and he said I was in a bit of a daze because I did not know who my wife was after finding out that the woman sitting next to my bed was my wife, I felt like I had won the lotto. Oh, how sweet. Over the last few years, they have gotten to know each other. He's gotten to know her. Oh, starting again. And he again. said, she is such an understanding person and getting to know her is the real lotto part. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. That's it for now. Catch JB and Jules weekday mornings from 6 to 9 a.m. on Triple M Bundy. Or subscribe here to get all the best bits.